Welcome to the Pass Forward Podcast, Episode 4, Back in the Habit. I'm Corey Draper. With me, as always, are Colin Harmon. Hello. And Wes Allen. Hello, Clarice. First off, I just want to say thank you all so much for downloading and screaming... Screaming? Streaming. (laughs) Screaming. Well, that's very appropriate, (laughs) considering it's October. Uh, (laughs) Streaming and screaming and subscribing and all those wonderful things. It means you listened to the first three and you decided you didn't completely hate our voices. Yet. Yet. That or it's your first time listening. Either way, we are glad you could join us, and we promise it's only going to get better from here. Yes. Hopefully. Promise. I, I pinky promise. If I could reach <laughs> through your iPod, who listens to an iPod, uh, your iPhone, your Walkman, your radio, your Discman, uh, your Talkboy, and give you a pinky promise. <laughs> your Rubik's Cube. <laughs> I would. Um, <laughs> but it's great. We've already gotten a ton of responses, mostly, mostly positive. Um, so we thank you for that, and you know, thank you for sharing and and rating us on iTunes. We already had a good rating on iTunes. Do you yeah. guys have any favorite um, responses that you'd like to share? Any shout-outs from friends or family that might have given us good or bad yeah. reviews? From what I understand, uh, my mom has not listened yet. But <sighs> as soon as she does, she will be very excited to hear your sultry voices because you're plenty of mine. Hi, Collins, Mom. Yeah, she's very excited. And thank you for Strange Kids Club for featuring oh, us. Yeah. On, thanks for the the plug. Oh, yeah. I really appreciate that. Very really kind cool. of you, sir. Love that site. Sirs. Well, yeah, and I, I mentioned we got a review, a five-star review from somebody named Sean Robert. Yeah, Sean, uh, uh, Sean is kind of like an acquaintance of mine online, and he – he uh, has a podcast himself called the Cult Film Club. Really love listening to that. Awesome, really yeah. Cool. Uh, and he also has a blog called Branded in the Eighties, which is very awesome. Nice, very appropriate. So everyone, go go check that out. Cult Film Club, yeah, the podcast. Absolutely. And he gave us an awesome rating. He says, I love listening to discussions about pop culture and nostalgia, but there aren't a ton of podcasts that really quote do it right. In parentheses, these, usually these shows – I love saying punctuation, by the way. Usually these shows amount to hosts reading wiki pages on topics and don't delve into personal experiences. Close parentheses. I have to say the Pass Forward crew is doing it right, and I had a blast listening to the first few episodes. Um, he goes on to say some more lovely things. But uh, I just want to point out that if you guys give us a review like this, we will totally read it on air, give you a shout-out. So thank you, Sean. And uh, go listen to the, the uh, Cult Film Club podcast. I'm yeah, sure it's spectacular. I'll, I'll definitely listen to it after this. Yeah, that's fun. I didn't know that existed. Yeah. Um, so sorry for not knowing it existed, but now we do. Yeah. And uh, Wes has awesome, cool friends that do other awesome, cool podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did get uh, – it wasn't like a negative review, but uh, our good friend Rebecca Keebler, I'll give her a shout out. She pointed out one of the errors, one of the many errors that we <laughs> – Say constantly on this podcast, um, when we were talking about the Got Milk campaign, you know, I think we said that it was the Aaron, when he was the, the Aaron Burr commercial where yeah. he was stuffing his face with a peanut butter sandwich ah. and not Oreos. I think mm. I was the one that said it. So I apologize. And once again, I just want to point out we're going to make these kinds of errors. We are definitely not reading from wiki pages. We're going to just – this podcast is all about just reaching into our own brains and our own memories and having that like real raw conversation. Yeah. So we don't do a whole lot of 
research on these things. There's only so many files in my brain cabinet. So <laughs> Yeah, I think I said Pulp Fiction won Best Picture, picture and it totally didn't. It was just so <laughs> that's another one. Um, so, I mean, feel free to call us out, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I'll uh, call just you don't out. get angry at us. I have a lot of I'll get really skin. furious at you. Well, that's fine. I'll start punching. It's okay. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I think I can handle your punches. What are you trying to say? Fight what? to the death. Huh? Fight to the death. Fight to the death. <laughs> well, anyway, as always, if you like what you hear, spread the word. Follow us on Twitter at Pass Forwardcast. Like us on Facebook. I think we're on a whole bunch of other social medias. You can probably search us and find us there. Whatever you can think of, we're probably yeah. on it. Use Bing or Google or Dogpile or whatever is your favorite. <laughs> or Lycos or yeah. yeah. Um, subscribe on iTunes. Like I already said. Uh, we've got a fantastic show for you guys today, and I can't wait to dive into it. Obviously, it's October, so that means we have we have to go over some of our favorite Halloween-themed movies or TV mm. shows. So we'll do that. And yes. We'll also share our top three things that scared us as children. This is Halloween-themed or related or not. It's just things that scared us as we were kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll do that towards the end of the show. Some but that still scare us. Yes, or still scares us, for sure. I'm not too proud Some of might that. be in this room right now. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into all of that, it would be an absolute tragedy if we failed to mention that there is even a bigger holiday happening in the month of October. That is October 21st, the day Marty McFly arrives from 1985. Actually the, arrives. The actual day. Yeah. The actual day. Not the Tumblr every day yeah. day. <laughs> yes, uh, which my friend started that. My friend Ricky started a Tumblr no way. where he altered it every day. He's that guy? There has since been he – only, he only did it for a couple of months and then there has since been somebody who started after he did that's kept it out. And I think uh, that's, that's the one that's kind of caught on. I wonder and what's going to happen after that day. I don't know. Uh, I think that I think people will still post on Facebook yeah, in right. 2018. This is the day Marty <laughs> McFly arrived from the past. We'll link to that in the show notes. But just so you know what we're talking about. Just you know, October 21st. That is the day he arrives from 1985, and I am so super pumped about this really meaning mean, meaningless, pointless day. But I mean, it's not pointless to me. It's not meaningless to me. It actually has a lot of meaning. Back to the Future is my all-time favorite film. All time. And, of course, my favorite trilogy, and I just have to share with everyone just what it means to me. I don't know if you guys had the same experience with Back to the Future I did, but I it was, it was my favorite movie and has mm. been since I was a child. This isn't like today where all of a sudden everybody is obsessed with Back to the Future. Yeah, I feel are. really hipstery about this, but it was <laughs> like I was obsessed with Back to the Future. My sister and I were obsessed before it was cool to be obsessed with Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. And I remember like in – early high school telling people Back to the Future is my favorite movie and they'd be like, really? But now I say that and people are like, oh yeah, it's awesome. Haven't you seen my favorite World movie too. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm, you know who you are, those of you who <laughs> recently chose it as your favorite movie. But and, and and people know this about me. Anytime something comes out about Back to the Future, which has been a lot of stuff recently, yeah. they've been posting on my Facebook that's and the first thing I ever knew times. about you. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, that's I, interesting. I, you know, I wear it on my sleeve. Yeah. You yeah. were wearing a T-shirt and you had the hoverboard uh, phone case. literally <laughs> on my sleeve right. and my shirt. So. Yeah. That's right. You did have the hoverboard phone case. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, which, by the way, that was not a good phone case because yeah, I shattered my your, iPhone yeah. oh. <laughs> whilst uh, showing off the hoverboard phone buy. case. Yeah. <laughs> uh, worth it. But – this, this, I mean, I, I remember as far as far as I can remember, as as far back as I can remember, we watched this movie every time it came on TV. I remember watching the third one in the theater, which came out in nineteen ninety. Oh, wow. So my my parents were aw- awesome and thankfully didn't 
fear that it was a PG movie oh, and they could take a five slash six year old to see it. Ooh. But uh, I, I barely remember that experience, but I know it happened. I have you know some memories of seeing it on a big screen. And, uh, you know, okay, so it wasn't the best one, but it was still a cherished memory for me. And we watched this movie, specifically the first one, but any part of the trilogy, every time it came on TV, and it never got old. That was the one thing I loved the most about Back to the Future. It always captivated me. It is the reason I've become kind of obsessed with any type of time travel. If there's time travel in a movie, I'm going to watch it. That's all it if means. there's time travel in Just a TV travel. show, I'm going to watch it. And most of the time, I love it. I did not like Looper because it didn't have enough time travel. Yeah. Like it was – It just assumed that it existed. Yeah, and it it's like they kind of pitched it as a time travel movie. But that was kind of just a, a mechanism they used within the movie for this weird sci-fi other thing. Yeah. So I, I, I love time travel and, and anything to do with it. And that, that's the reason. I remember my sister who was equally obsessed with Back to the Future uh, convinced me – uh, of two things. She's very convincing and I'm very gullible. <laughs> when we were younger, she convinced me that she could communicate with Doc and Marty through the bathtub drain. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, totally. And she would she would talk to them and she would she said she said I wasn't old enough to hear them, but she could hear them oh. and she would relate to me what they were saying. And there was <laughs> that's so random. Totally, there was another time when we were in our garage, and she had her <laughs> scooter. You know, one of those where it has the handlebars, but you just you use your feet like yeah. a skateboard. Yeah, she uh, was like, "Okay, I." They told me how to time travel, so I'm gonna go and visit Doc and Marty. But you you can't. You're not old enough. So stay here. So she gets on her scooter and she rides out of the garage and goes just kind of around the garage. But to her luck, at that exact same time. A jet flies by in the distance, <laughs> and you know it has it has this like great Scott. It leaves it leaves you know the kind of cloud stream uh-huh. behind it behind it, and I was like I wonder. And then sure enough, she comes back like five minutes later on the other side of the garage, saying I just got back. It was so oh awesome. And you see that that was me. That was me right there. That's fantastic. Um, and, and she had a bulletproof vest on. <laughs> totally a life preserver. Uh, <laughs> she. I was probably five at the time. She was seven, and she is still just as um, still talks to the drain. She's and, kind of out of her I mind. Know. I mean, she. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know then what she was telling us, but uh, little did we know crazy. she was actually insane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I mean, just I, there, I mean, even though I was completely duped, it's just fond memories to me. And just ever since then, I that Back to the Future ride. Oh my gosh! And Universal oh, that Studios. That was the jam. It Giant was screen. so awesome. And I was so sad when they announced yeah, that. I, I have down. a question for you. Yeah. You said in the first episode that your main thing was Simpsons. And yeah. now you're saying that Back to the Future is your favorite movie. Yeah. So w- the conflict there, where is that in your brain? Because okay. like, I kind of feel that same way. It, it was the best possible thing they could have replaced it with. Yeah. So when I heard it was a Simpsons uh, ride, that's what kind of made it okay. In my yeah. Mind. It was like, it okay, passable. if they're going to do anything – that's fine. And I went recently. I went last year and they have kind of revamped that whole area to yeah. make it look like Springfield. Yeah, that, that's my and favorite it, part about not a, not even just the ride but so, just that whole environment. Mm. They amazing. did a fantastic ride, uh, 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 homage I guess to yeah. Back to the Future in it too because it was in, – in the in the line of the ride. Did you, you ride – did you ride the – Yeah. OK. So in the line, they have kind of a um, – TV screen that you – TV screen. Yeah, the everywhere. Q kind of thing. And so they play old Simpsons clips, which is awesome. Yeah. And they have kind of original content too. 
where there's it's it's uh, who's kind of the host of it? Is it Troy McClure or I guess maybe it's not? The, is it McClure. the professor? Oh, Professor Frank, yeah. of course, that makes sense. So it's Professor Professor Frank and. He's talking to the audience and all of a sudden the DeLorean comes in and like hits him yeah. and runs him over and oh, Doc, nice. Doc comes out. And so they pay an homage to what it used to be. So I yeah. loved it and it's great. And the ride is fantastic. It gives you a lot of motion sickness. Maybe it's just because I'm older. But anyway, yeah. So if to, to answer your question, it was kind of like a good consolation prize. Yeah. But I still – the nostalgia of that ride was just fantastic to me. And I honestly wish they would have replaced the E.T. ride – Oh, yeah. Because like I uh, re- that was the first thing we rode when we went on it last year, me and my wife, and it is so dated. It's, it's cr- like down. I love E.T. I Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like if you have a choice between that or the Back to the Future ride, you know, you replace E.T. because that's so dated. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I told people that the whole time. It's like why didn't – Jaws was still around too and Jaws yeah. I thought was pretty terrible, yeah. which they finally took that one down. E.T. E.T. still lives as yeah. far as – I and know. it's like Back to the Future was so revolutionary in the technology. They still use that technology with all of their new yeah. rides. They mm-hmm. have like the projection screens and like moving around and all that kind of Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. I mean before they had the 3D rides, 3D yeah. simulation rides that they have now like Transformers and Spider-Man. This was like, like every no new ride, ride is like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. So Back to the Future just I, – I, I love the trilogy as a whole. Um, I, I do like part two. Part one is my favorite, but I do like part two. Okay. Part two is a lot of people's favorite. Um, I love it because it does visit the future, quote yeah. unquote. And I remember just watching it and being like, man, I can't wait till 2015. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have flying cars. We're uh, going to have hover- hoverboards. And, um, oh, the hoverboards. It, you know, yeah. as it got closer and closer to this year, 2015, we just slowly realized, like, man, we're so far behind on technology here. Like, what are we doing? We're not unstuffing uh, our pockets. It's crazy. Um, uh, yeah. It, I mean, but they did get some things right. Some of them, yeah. I just remember being so frustrated when I got my license and I was told, in the year 2000, there will be flying cars. And you'll never waste your life <laughs> yeah. driving on a road like some commoner. Right. You're going to have a flying car. And I'm like, yes! Like, going to driver's ed for nothing because I'm just going to learn how to fly. And it still doesn't exist 15 years later. So frustrating. It, it, is, it is crazy how the movie did get a few things kind of right. Like, there was like the – that there's that scene where they go into the 80s uh, cafe or whatever hmm. and uh, Elijah Wood is like, you have to use your hands yeah. to play video yeah. games. That's and, a baby still. Yeah, we have like the Xbox <laughs> Connect and all that oh, stuff. Oh, that's true. And, yeah, I didn't think yep. about that. Uh, that's true. wild. And the thing that blows my mind the most about it is that when you see Marty's house, he has a widescreen wall mounted above the fireplace mm-hmm. TV. Yeah, where he's like video conferencing. Oh, and that's stuff. interesting. And when you look that. at it, it looks very much like you see TVs now, which is it just blows my mind. How, not only that, did they predict that kind of thing, but like widescreen because mm-hmm. that was like not very much a thing at yeah, all. That was only theaters at that point. Yeah. Really, was that widescreen? McFry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, what else? I mean, there's there's some other things. There was this one's kind of a stretch, but the baseball team they said that the Florida did they say that oh, they, yeah, they played said, in the World Series, but at the time there was not a Florida baseball yeah, team. Okay, so there was it was you know 1989, and yeah. the Florida Marlins who are from Miami weren't around until 92 or 93, yeah. and they have. The Cubs beating the Miami Gators in yeah. the World Series, so they predicted there would be. A, a Miami team, which you know they're now the Miami Marlins, yeah. And then they predicted that the Cubs would be good this year. The Cubs yeah. are in the playoffs this year, and are they really? I've been telling people 
for years that if I get the opportunity, I am going to put money on the Cubs to win the World Series in 2015. <laughs> I had my opportunity and I didn't do it. I went to Vegas earlier in the spring. By the time I got to Vegas, though, the Cubs had already shown that they were a good team and the mm-hmm. odds just weren't that great. Mm. So I was just like, mm, I'd rather waste my money on slots. One nothing. <laughs> And so now I have super regrets that I didn't just put some money on the Cubs to win. How awesome would that have been? Uh, just like yeah. as a Back to the Future fan, just being inspired by that. I won because I am super rooting for the Cubs this year. And I mean, I'm a I'm a Braves fan, and I don't really like the Cubs, but just well. this year, I mean, they they could win the World Series. Yep. And how awesome would that be? They obviously they can't meet they can't beat Miami. Number one, they're not in the playoffs. But number two, they're in the same uh, league, so they wouldn't oh, they yeah. wouldn't face each other in the World Series. Yeah. But, um, Man, how awesome would that oh, be? Yeah, the one thing I wish that they would have actually made was the self-lacing sneakers. I remember that being such an awesome thing. Well, Nike Which, yeah. is rumored to be working on that, and I'm sure they're working hard. But, you know, like back in – what was it? A few years back, they did like a, a eBay auction or whatever for like the Michael J. Fox Foundation. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was the same style shoes, but they didn't do the auto lace or whatever. They lit up and all that kind of stuff. So, um, But I think they're planning on – releasing those you oh know oh my gosh if they do that yeah. would be incredible well there's a lot of things that people be, are trying to make because yeah. of the movie oh because which, of the prediction i mean it's been a race to make the right hoverboard for a, a yeah. bunch of different they're, people they're or kickstarters and stuff. which makes me stabby which <laughs> you know number one it kind of pisses me off of all the fake videos and people post it on my facebook yes. knowing yeah. I'm a, I'm a, it's like no this is obviously fake yeah. um but and then there's the, the ones that made the hoverboard where it's like you have to be on a metal surface that we do yeah. a metal skate park and it costs ten thousand dollars or whatever you know and it's like the lexus one is like that too but mm-hmm. they are very misleading yeah. with it Little like train tracks and yeah. Everything. yeah yeah like yeah. it has to have like a special like skate park to work on it and everything yeah. come on science what are I you know. doing <laughs> stop working on aids and get to the hoverboard enough with cancer yes <laughs> Did y'all see? Did y'all see the the fake uh, Jaws nineteen trailer? Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh, that was oh, so yeah. funny. I I love that we live in a day and age where like it's perfect to be like a pop culture nerd. Yeah. Like you have these like major companies like oh, yeah. Nike and Pepsi and Le- Lexus of all people mm-hmm. that are trying to like meet the nerds' needs. Yeah. So, it's such like a good time to be alive and like uh, be catered to. Right. And, and we tweeted that you know uh, Pepsi is trying to make. Pepsi Perfect, yep. which is what he orders in, in 2015, which is really cool. I, I love that they're embracing this. Yeah. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd, I love that man. He yeah. is doing promo after promo as I Doc know. Brown yeah. for all these things. What else is he doing, though, really? It, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. It's just like he's milking it for all it's worth, and I yeah. have no problem with it. And I'm glad that they're sticking with not making another sequel. I feel oh, like yeah. they kind of made a stand. Like they'll leverage it like so here proud. and there, but they're not going to make another yeah, sequel. They've basically said, over yeah. my dead body. Yeah, yeah. I love that. So and which is fantastic because why would you ruin such a perfect thing yeah. like Indiana Jones four, so bad yeah. you know so just don't just stop doing this you sorry know, Shia the sequels from years and years and years after the first one they just don't ever work out yeah there were some things in 2015 that they got very wrong though. Which was I mean I could go over the fashion since wearing two neckties <laughs> true for instance yeah um, wearing well, there's the a very, few months left if you want to start it yeah. that's true I could start it. <laughs> Wearing bright, reflective clothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The rainbow hats. Um, I remember. (laughs) Anyways. So uh, I just just remembered there was – there's a newspaper that he holds up and I was watching with a friend one time and we paused it on the newspaper. It mentions Queen Diana, which unfortunately that got wrong. But there was something it did get right. It said, slam ball playoffs this weekend. 
Do you guys remember Slam that there was a now. song? Uh, I don't even know if it still exists, but there was a sport named slam ball mm-hmm. that was created. And I know, yeah, like the indoor basketball on trampolines. So they created a sport named oh. slam ball, and all of a sudden, slam ball now exists, or at least exists for a, a little bit in the early two thousands. Yeah. So that's something they got right. Um, I know they had they tried to they tried to get just some weird slang, which I think was pretty. Smart of them. They're like, okay, in 2015, there's going to be different slang. So yeah. like, they use Trank, Lobo, Zip Heads. Um, <laughs> McFly, you bojo. <laughs> Those boys don't work on water unless you got power. <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff like that. But, I mean, and it makes it really kitschy. And I would love to show this to, like, my nephews when oh, they get God. older. Oh, just man. see what their yeah. reactions, yeah. you know. But uh, it's so good. And the time travel that happens, all the stuff that goes wrong, or they have to go back to 1955 where they were originally and they have to worry about running into their, their selves, you know, it's just brilliant. It gives me goosebumps just thinking about the mm-hmm. use of time travel on that movie. I love it and will nerd out so hard yeah. I, on October 21st. I had someone that was telling me that I never really put together, you guys might have known this, that the reason that why they chose 88 most likely, it's not like confirmed or anything, but do you know why they chose 88 miles an hour? Uh, I think I've heard this before, but I don't, the reason I don't know. that someone has proposed is the fact that it's two infinity symbols oh, put together, yeah, yeah, and so it, like that. it basically oh. can be you know any time like it's yeah. infinite. Yeah, it can be anything, mm-hmm. which I thought was a pretty interesting I didn't know thing. That. I never really thought about until thinking about that. Do you think that there was a reason they picked October twenty first, two thousand fifteen, or was, do you think one. they just kind of plucked that out of nowhere? Yeah, I haven't heard one. Uh, they might have said it. There's been a ton of DVD extras that I have yet to even delve into. Oh, there's uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff where. You know, as again, people are posting this stuff on my Facebook as if I didn't already know about it. <laughs> like, people are like, oh, shocking. It, uh, Twin Pines Mall became Lone Pine when he came back. And it's like, yeah. Okay. Mind blown. But uh, there's so many great hidden things like that in that movie that I just freaking love. And yeah. they put so much attention to detail. And even though it is really dated, it's not dated. It's still really exciting. Yeah. Which is one thing that's fun uh, about the mall is it was actually filmed at Puente Hills Mall, which is in Southern California where I used oh, to live. Right. Yeah. And it's a mall that we used to go to all the time. And to this day, they have not changed the exterior of that section of the mall. Right. I don't know what it says, you know, in honor I of the movie, it. but it looks exactly the same as it used wow. to. Like where I took that picture when we were on vacation yeah. in our, like that Mustang, whatever it was, was right in front of Puente Hills Mall. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Which is awesome. So they haven't changed it. I still kind of regret not having enough money to rent a DeLorean to ride off for my wedding. Oh, you know? That would have been awesome. I don't know if uh, my wife would have gone for that, yeah. but if you can ever, divorce her and get remarried just for that. True. If I ever win the lottery, I'm not going to get like a Porsche or like a Lamborghini. I'm getting a DeLorean. Oh, absolutely. Like, how would you not do that? And not just a DeLorean, but one that looks yeah. like a DeLorean. I think from Back to the Future 2 is the coolest looking one. Oh, yeah. It's got definitely. the lights and the Mr. Fusion. Yeah. And all that stuff. Fantastic. Hey, they, that's another idea they came up with is using trash for fuel yeah alternative uh, that's true and we're in desperate need of it get on it scientists <laughs> yeah i'm just saying just go watch the movie and learn okay so i've i've finally gotten all that off my chest i am so Feel excited better. for yeah. october 21st i i wish i had a party to go to and i had friends that were like yeah let's do a back to the future party i'm still looking so those of you out there if it's not the 21st ship <laughs> by the time you're listening to it invite me i will show up and if only you had friends that like nostalgia i know yeah, i just don't only. I, yeah, and I would goons. actually – I would host one myself if we could fit people in my <laughs> tiny apartment. Um, but okay, so on to Halloween. Ah, uh, yes. I've heard of that day. I love Halloween. I don't know about you guys. and I have a lot of great memories from Halloween, dressing mm. up in 
plastic Ninja Turtle costumes. <laughs> Lots of bed sheets. Uh, yeah. And bed sheets. And, yeah, uh, those, those costumes are so terrible. It's basically like a like a um, an apron that you would wear with, <laughs> yeah, like the, with like the plastic mask with like the rubber band. Yeah, and it really you in the back of your smells head. so bad after a while because uh, yeah, you can barely breathe. Your own breath, it gets so moist in there. Yeah. yeah. But Dad Gummit, I rocked that thing so hard. That's funny. Do y'all have any like favorite costumes that you wore growing up, or like anything that comes to mind? Yeah. I, well, my parents for the longest time, you know, I grew up Southern Baptist, and they would not let us dress up as like oh, the devil or a vampire <laughs> or a witch. Like half the ghouls were off. Yeah, off limits. exactly. So I mean, I went to the cartoon characters, but um, there were also those times where it was like, oh, last minute, we don't have costumes yet. And so we lived right next to our church, and my dad would just go to the costume closet in the church because we would have one from <laughs> Lots all of beards the, and robes. the Christmas musicals, right, uh, and the Easter musicals that we used to do. He would just get robes, and I would be like Joseph in the coat of many I don't want to be a lamb again. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was always the worst. I, I never enjoyed that. Yeah. Did my, you ever do like family themes or any of that kind of stuff? Did you no, ever do that? No. Yeah, neither. My, <laughs> just curious. <laughs> I one thing that I didn't even really care that much about the candy, but I loved dressing up as a kid. I always had like kind of like a dream. Like uh, my dream growing up was to be an animator for Disney. Mm-hmm. But if I had a second choice, it would be to be the people that dressed up as the characters at Disney World. Oh. And and like I even thought in my mind, maybe I could do both. Maybe like I could be an animator, and on my breaks, I could go down and dress up as Goofy or Chippendale <laughs> yeah, or something like a really like good that. signature every time. Yeah. So, so like I loved dr- dressing up and everything. Like, and my mom was like super crafty. So like I can only think of one time that I wore like a store bought uh, costume. Nice. It was like a Ninja Turtle one. And then every year after that, I, I believe like either me or my mom made my costume. That's awesome. My That's favorite cool. one that I conjured up was a Darkwing Duck. Nice. I, I, oh, made I think I've a, seen a photo of that yeah, somewhere. I took it's like impressive. a mask that was like a Daffy Duck mask that had yeah. the, like the duck bill and everything. And I had like a purple shirt and I put like yellow stickers for the buttons and like yeah. you know, it was <laughs> – Let's get dangerous. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. I I mean, speaking of that, there was a costume that I still have, which was I was Bugs Bunny from Space Jam. So Uh, I I still have the Space Jam jersey. I don't know what happened to the shorts, but I still have the jersey. And it was huge on me then because that was the only size we could find, but now it fits me mostly. So you wear it every night? And absolutely. (laughs) It is my security blanket. I'm actually wearing it under the shirt. Uh, I had figured. I'm like uh, Tobias in Arrested Development. (laughs) But like instead of the jean shorts, that's my Space Jam jersey. That's amazing. <laughs> that's great. One year I was the uh, spitter from Jurassic Park. Oh. Uh, oh, that's cool. Like I dressed up in all camo and like my mom made like a tail and like I had a rubber mask and I had like the the, the fin, yeah. the, the fan kind of thing that went out from his neck and everything. <laughs> was anybody Wayne Knight like constantly getting sprayed <laughs> yeah. by you? Like, ah! <laughs> did you, uh, did you Stick, have, like, stupid! <laughs> did you have like silly string or anything that you used No, I uh, should have. I wasn't that creative. But, uh, yeah. Should have called you. Yes. Did you actually spit at people then, I guess? Or just... <laughs> the camel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I know we have our favorite like pop culture Halloween things that we have. I, I mean, whether it's TV or a TV special or a TV show or a, just a Halloween movie. I know there's not many of them, but yeah. there are some pretty good ones in the yeah. 80s and 90s for sure. So yeah, you guys have anything like large. that? 
Uh, one of my fa- uh, some of my favorite, like I feel like Roseanne and Home Improvement always had the best holiday specials because oh, they like yeah. consistently have one every year. Yeah, I yep. feel like some other shows kind of like only did them every now and then. Right, but I feel like every year led up to like those holiday specials. They did such a good job with those, and uh, one that really sticks out in my mind. Uh, another show, Boy Meets World, had a. It's known as a Halloween special, but it actually didn't air on Halloween. It, it like aired in like February or something like that. But now it's known as like one of the best holiday special uh, Halloween specials. And it was when they were uh, they were doing like a parody on like uh, Scream and I know what you did last summer and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. And I feel like they did such an amazing job on the comedy on that sh- on that particular show. I feel like from that point on, the comedy in that show really like. Hmm. They, I could tell they they took a lot of risks with that show uh, at that time. And uh, at what point in the show was it? Was it later on? It was like season five, I think, okay. uh, like ninety eight. I, I think, I think if if I were to speculate, I would think the reason that they did it in February because they were trying to leverage the the popular like teen mm. slashers at mm. the time, and they didn't want to wait until the next <laughs> Halloween. So they're right. like, let's just do it now. Why not? And it had Jennifer Love Hewitt. On there, and but her name was Jennifer Love Hefferman. On there, <laughs> what was the? Well, I mean, what was the overall plot of it? Because I'm trying to jog my memory. To see if I've uh, seen this before. they all of them got trapped. They they were in uh, detention, and they were trapped in the school. And there was like a killer out there, and they would each get like. I think I, I think I do yeah. remember it. So was Sean involved at some point? Like yeah, it was, yeah. Okay. It was when uh, Corey alert. and Topanga broke up. Spoiler. Oh yeah. And so like they were trying to like Sean felt really guilty about it. So the whole. Yes, I do yeah. remember that. Uh, okay, I do remember that. That was awesome. I remember and there watching was, that. There was a ton of like South Park references. You could tell that South Park was starting <laughs> to be a thing then. That's interesting. Nice. That's interesting that a show would make a reference to another popular show. I know, in that's order. funny. That's, uh, I don't know, that's very, I don't know if that's meta, but that's, yeah. it's interesting that they would do that. And I, this isn't my thing, but you just reminded me of, for some reason, we used to watch the Facts of Life a lot when it came on. And the, the Facts of Life Halloween special terrified me. <laughs> really? Mm, interesting. It was, um, you know, spoiler alert, the, the killer ends up being Blair, but it was just like... <laughs> There was a there was a moment where it was like there's a young kid, and and he ends up dying and like you know it's the same kind of concept yeah. where like one of them it's just like a one of them ends up being the killer, and there was a moment where one of them comes in with a chainsaw and a pig mask, oh, and man. I had nightmares Ugh. about that like well after but you anyway need bacon sense huh. <laughs> Three little pigs really got you. <laughs> <laughs> no, mommy, no. Uh, so, Colin, what's yours? Uh, I really was terrible at watching some of these. I think the only one that I could really remember and recall well was the Charlie Brown special, which it's yeah. the, oh, I mean, that's, it's you know, the Great staple. Pumpkin. That, yeah. That's a classic. Yeah, the thing absolutely. that's crazy, that's the only I remember watching, but that actually came out in 1966. Yeah, wow. so super old. Um, and what remember what I remember watching it was in 2006, they had like a making of, like the 40-year anniversary thing. And I remember like really delving in and being like, oh, yeah, I do love this one a ton. But that was not really that long ago. Mm-hmm. But that's the only one I can remember really watching other than like, you know, kind of the TV ones, like yeah, Fresh yeah. Prince and Home Improvement and that kind of stuff. But I never really got into it for a huge Yeah, I mean, that's a, I mean, that's a Halloween staple, though. I mean, just like their Christmas special, I feel yeah, like their Halloween good. special is just still, I mean, it's played on TV every year and everyone still loves it. Yeah. And, and, and Linus with his faith in the great pumpkin mm-hmm. and you, like you just want him to... To be right the whole time because he has so much faith. And, yeah. 
Um, no, that's a that's a great one. That, I mean, and I think everybody has seen that one. Yeah, which is so interesting about those. I think if they came out now, they would never even get past like the pitch meeting for whatever reason. Right. But because yeah. of the time when they were made and all that stuff, mm-hmm. I think they were just like revolutionary. And now they're just only played for their nostalgic value and people that have watched them, you know, for some yeah. people their entire lives. Well, I'm glad that they're bringing – well, I, I say I'm glad. I'll hold – I'll reserve judgment until we actually see how it goes. But like I like that they're bringing Peanuts back mm-hmm. kind of for, for a new generation and it has that computer animation. Yeah, um, I was nervous when I heard it was going to be like a CG animation. But like I like the style that they yeah. – they still keep like the flat kind of look. Yeah. But it's still yeah, – It's know. like 2.5D and yeah. it's like low frame rate. So it should be interesting. Yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, it seems like they're doing it justice. Yeah. And I also – speaking of things coming back, I like – I haven't. Have you guys watched the Muppets yet at all? The new Muppets. Yeah, I, I like it. You like it? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get into it, but I'm. A lot know, of purists. A so. lot of purists don't like it because they feel like it's too adult. And I kind of agree. I don't think I would show a kid. Oh, yeah. that, that show, but I think it's. I don't care funny. about kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as long as I as long as I'm entertained about yeah. it, by yeah. it. I, I like the fact that they're kind of going modern with it, where it's just like a kind of a modern family or office style. Yeah, it's definitely shooting. like an office kind of thing. So yeah. that's cool. Which is interesting because like you go through like a lot of you know Jim Henson's sketchbooks and that kind of stuff, and he had like kind of a dark humor yeah. side. So yeah. it's really this yeah. might be more true to his vision than we ever really got on. I mean, he had a dark side period. If you've seen that Dark Crystal... That will ruin... Yeah, I mean, that will ruin your view on Muppets, just Dark Crystal. So maybe it's more true to what he actually had in mind for the Muppets in general. They just kind of censored him for TV or something, but... Obviously, it's a more modern humor style, which is entertaining, yeah. but still very true to the Muppets, which I, I do like. Do y'all have any like Halloween movies that yeah. you have to watch every year, kind of a thing, or well, or mine, that you remember? Mine, I, I I don't have to watch it every year, but it's like whenever somebody says they haven't seen it, I'm like, no, you need to watch this because this is a fantastic movie. And mine is Hocus Pocus. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was made in, I think, 93, which I didn't check, but I mean, Colin, you can fact check me on that. I'll check you right now. And wait, what did you say? 93? 93. What do you say, Wes? Uh, it was either 92 or 93. I'm going to yeah. say 93. Okay. You're both right. Nice. Okay, 93. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. So this, uh, this movie, it's a kid's movie, but it's one of those like kid's movies that were made early in the 90s where I feel like any age you can really enjoy this movie. Thora Birch from American Beauty fame was in it, um, and we have uh, obviously Bette Midler. Oh, yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker is Sarah in Jessica that. Parker, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's it's just an awesome story. You know, it's about a kid that he's a new kid moves into this and into Salem. I think is it even yeah, Salem? Salem filmed in my hometown though in Whittier, really, in California. Yep, I remember the street when they blocked it off. It was like wow, middle of winter, awesome. and they like it was wow. all like four houses were decked out for Halloween. That's but it was funny because they made it look like Massachusetts. There's yeah. you know brown leaves everywhere. Yeah. So they just brought all imported wow. all these. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? Hollywood that, magic. That is yeah. crazy, man. But yeah. it's just a, it's a fun movie. It's got the talking cat pre Sabrina the Teenage Witch talking cat. You know, oh, it's got the true, yeah. talking talking black cat and uh, a lot of great jokes in it and just a fantastic song. I know oh, yeah. use the word fantastic a lot, but um, Bette Midler it was at her kind of prime as yeah. far as her voice is concerned, and she nails it. It's a fun song and it makes a lot of sense. It's funny and it's. It's just a great movie. I don't know if there's more I can say about it. Yeah, that, that's the I one that I have that one, to watch yeah. every year. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter what other things I watch. I have to watch that movie. Haley's like, uh, really? We watched that last year. I'm <laughs> like, we have to watch it every year. Yeah, it's one of the few movie or one of the few times I found Sarah Jessica Parker attractive. Hmm. But uh, that's neither here nor there. That's interesting. Another yeah, one for me is uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. 
Oh, Ooh, yeah. I didn't oh, watch man. that one. That's a good old Ernest. Uh, rip. I <laughs> actually – well, go ahead. Go well, ahead. I don't know if it – like I always thought it was kind of like a southern thing. I didn't know if like that was like uh, all across the nation kind of a thing. But like my okay. family loved Ernest. Know what I mean, Byrne? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a great one. I remember I had a – I had a, a like kind of a short essay, if you can call it that, in f- third or fourth grade, and it was basically it was around Halloween time, and they're like, just write a short s- scary story, and I was like, okay, so I wrote my story, and it was about me and my best friend, and we are getting attacked by trolls, and I just you know that's probably like five paragraphs, <laughs> but I write it out, and we're getting chased by these trolls, and we run through a grocery store, and we ac- and my friend accidentally spills milk and that is what destroys the trolls and <laughs> i just completely ripped off Ernest scared stupid because that is eventually what you know takes away are they trolls or monsters i don't know they're trolls, they're trolls. Yeah. trolls yeah so that's eventually what stops the trolls is milk like apparently yeah, they're like allergic right. to it or something it's yeah. like signs in they're the water lactose intolerant. <laughs> yeah they're lactose intolerant so they, they need some lactate yeah which but, i'm sure the milk industry in the 90s was like no <laughs> milk we need to make money I, I yeah i just i have vivid memories of just like i'm just going to completely plagiarize yeah. the story and um i can't remember what grade i got on it but i'm sure it was good because you know english uh, yeah. is my best subject well, and I kinda, here you are yeah englishing <laughs> here i am englishing <laughs> Uh, so, okay, so enough of the pop culture things. Yes. What are the things that legitimately scared you? Now, this can be from pop from pop culture. It can be television. It can be movies. It can be anything else that just scared you as a child. Yeah. Uh, the thing I'll, – I'll start. Uh, the thing for me was a uh, American Gladiators. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Glad so, it was ready. <laughs> so much leotards. Was uh, a book series, and it's not what you're thinking. It's not Goosebumps. Oh, it, Goosebumps was spooky or whatever, right. but it wasn't like unrelenting terror. Uh, it was a a book series called Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Uh-huh. Do you know what this is? Actually, I don't. I have, oh, I have no, another I've show never. and tell. Another prop for a podcast. Um, I love it. I, I have uh, the books. They, they came up with three books, and the thing. They uh, well, they uh, the thing that they did with those books is, is like a collection of stories about folklore and urban legends, and it came out about the early '80s, and uh, they came out with three of them. The first one was called uh, "Scariest Stories to Tell in the Dark," and uh, the second one was "More Scariest to Tell in the Dark," oh. and the third one was "Scary Stories Three More." More tales to chill your bones. It's creepy, uh, and the the art on here is pretty creepy. That's the thing. The stories were not that scary, yeah, but the illustrations yeah. were like terrifying. Drawings wow. by they, Stephen Gamel. That guy's yeah. broken in the brain. Yeah, they were like black and white. There was almost like kind of like uh, sketches almost. Yeah. These are like terrifying <laughs> and disturbing. And, and each page was like I'm a nightmare right to-do list. You're, you're, you're like, uh, yep, nightmare. Uh, yep, there's another one. I just, and yep, there's another one. No, I just, I just stumbled on a picture and it jogged my memory. I have read this before. Yeah. This picture, okay, so I, I think a lot of people have heard that story of like a spider or like a woman has a red, uh, red sword as a spider bite and it turned out that the spider had laid eggs and so a bunch of baby spiders popped out of her head. Uh, so here's the picture of it and uh, uh, yeah. I don't know if we can link to this on our description. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll definitely put this in the show notes um, for if, – if you like nightmares, you can look at these, it. Yeah. I mean 
Are they, were these were these these were kids? kids books? These were they, they were kids books. And they are uh, disturbing. What, well, the thing, the funny thing about it is, is it's the number one is number one on the list of most challenged books to be banned from 1990 until 99. Ah. I can see why. And yeah, really. I, I think eventually it got banned. And the thing that I remember most, uh, it was released in the 80s, but there must have been like a reoccurrence of the, these books in the early 90s because I remember there was a kid in my class uh, that rented this in our school library. And he was like showing us all the the illustrations and all this stuff, and like, oh gosh! So like, every I, I think like every couple of weeks or something, we would go to the school library and check out books, and we would race to that section and yeah. try to be the first one to check out these books. And it was almost like uh, goosebumps were huge at the time, but this was like a much more like hardcore yeah. version of that. And uh, gosh. Did, did you like feel cooler that it's like goosebumps? It, yeah, <laughs> stupid. This is the real scary yeah. stuff. <laughs> but yeah, and I vividly remember there. Our school took a like a trip and to an overnight camp for a few days. And one night we got all in a circle outside and we told ghost stories. And one girl brought out this book and read one of the stories. It's uh, I think it was called the Babysitter. It was about it's basically the movie uh, when a stranger calls. <laughs> and she she read that story. And I remember at the end when the big reveal. All of the kids started screaming and running to their bunks. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, gosh. That is that, I mean, I terrifying. can see why that scared you as a kid. Oh, yeah. I, and I can't believe you were, like, into it still, even though you yeah, were still scared I, of it. Like, the thing was, I wasn't very scared of movies growing up as a kid, like horror movies. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of liked a little bit, like, the, of the scary things. So, like, it was almost like a challenge in my brain. Like, yeah. how, I kind of liked being scared a little bit. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. like... Uh, I like, don't. Ha- I, don't I, have that I still scene. felt yeah. safe. Like if I was watching something or reading something, I still felt safe. The thing that scared me the most was experiences. Like I didn't like go out and doing things. So like haunted houses and yeah, things. I, yeah, I, I, I still have Too never real. been to a haunted house before. Really? Uh, yeah, I Congrats. will not do that. Well, overall, I, I just I do not have that like oh, I want to be scared, Gene. I have a friend that's just obsessed with scary movies. Yeah. And I like to go to movies to be entertained and like yeah. a little bit lighthearted. I don't want to be stressed out. That's the whole thing is it stresses me yeah. out. And the thing, same thing with with haunted houses. It's just why would I put myself through that? Like it's not yeah. fun to me. It's yeah. just I want to get out of there as soon as possible. So. Yeah, I think scary movies in general for me. This is a short tangent. I'll get back on track. But right. like I think scary movies for me in general really kind of re- I realized like I didn't want my brain to be opened up to like the terrifying things that were there. Not for like any necessarily you know spiritual reason in general. But I think down the road, what I realized is I was like, oh, that might be out there. And the less I see, the less I'm aware yeah. of. And I'm yep. totally okay living in the naivety yeah. of that. Like, I have no problem not being aware of what's totally. going on. Yeah, that's probably the good way to go. Yeah, maybe so. But yeah, that's my that's my first thing that like really – I'm trying to go in like an order of yeah. things that kind of scare – even though like I somewhat enjoyed the books, uh, it still terrified me like the illustrations. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And they re-released the books for like a 30th anniversary and they redid the illustrations from uh, oh, cool. from the illustrator Gosh. that did the Lemony Snickets. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, it's events. a little more whimsical. Yeah. But nice. hardcore fans are really mad about yeah, that. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I, I would bet. imagine so. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Colin, what do you have? Uh, the movie that scared uh, the bejeebies out of me when I was a kid. Uh, is uh, Body Snatchers? I don't know if you guys ever saw that. It's it's a pretty I have not random seen it, one, but I know of it. Wh- which one? They they made a like a fifties one, and then yeah, like not a, the original one, the, the nineteen ninety three one. one, where it had yeah. like a little bit higher production value, albeit yeah. very little. Um, but I watched that at like two thirty in the morning at my friend Dan's house, and it was just me and him, and he was a 
you know, like he didn't have a dad. So it was just like me, him and his mom there and his mom was crashed out of sleep and we're sitting there watching it and then he fell asleep and then I'm watching oh, it by gosh. myself. And yeah. the whole premise of the movie, which anyway, it doesn't really matter, really a spoiler, but like basically the whole point of it is if you go to sleep, something in the ceiling or wherever it's hidden there is there to like replace the human race, like alien clones are replacing humans and that kind of thing because it like comes over and takes over your body yeah, while you're sleeping. Yeah, the body as like a cocoon almost yeah. or something. And then it kind of makes a new version of itself somewhere mm-hmm. else and yeah. replaces you with a clone and you look exactly the same. Gosh. And so the idea of watching this by myself in the middle of the night and then be like, all right, uh, yeah. bedtime. <laughs> was not possible and it really kind of like made me stay up like a long time like it's kind of where I think my insomnia as a kid really started is it just like oh I stayed up all night and I'm sort of functioning the next day I wonder if I can do that again like I because I still hate sleeping even as an adult like I feel like such a waste of time but I have to do it <laughs> but I mean it scared the snot out of me and like the guy that was in it I remember watching uh, I think his name was Billy Worth that's a pole. <laughs> but he was in the Lost. That might be not be accurate. Uh, but he was in the Lost Boys and that kind of stuff. Okay. And it, I don't know. That movie just it really wrecked me as a kid. Man, like bad to the point where like I just didn't want to go to sleep at all. And the thing was like it, being at someone else's house. Yes. like you don't feel as safe as you would in your own house. Uh, it was awful. Oh gosh, it really messed me up as a yeah. kid. <laughs> my parents don't know that. Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, my my three things are actually none of them are really that scary or, or serious. But I guess I'll try to go from more serious to light, more lighthearted. Um, so the first one I'm going to say is something that did legitimately scare me was the um, legend of Bloody Mary. Mm, just in general? like the Just in general. The whole like – The you mirror know, thing? Yeah. Where you go, I think that's in one of those books. Is it really? Yeah. yeah I remember just, doing that as a kid. I could not ever be in the bathroom with the lights off. And even though I'm not uh-huh. saying Bloody Mary three times, yeah. I would never do that. I'm thinking uh, it now. I'm thinking it. <laughs> it just it, – it freaked me out and I'd have to get out of there as soon as possible. It, I could not be in a dark room with a mirror. Oh, that's interesting. Just yeah, it, it like, got on my – I knew it wasn't real. It was just like, but what if, what if, what if? But it's still real. And right. I run out. You know? I remember as a kid, like I didn't have a bathroom attached to my room. But anytime we go on vacation and there was, I had to shut the door because of that reason. Uh-huh. I did not want to be exposed to a mirror. Yeah. In the bathroom. Is that true even now, even in hotels? Yes. <gasps> yes. I, I love that. I don't even like having a closet door. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a story that doesn't pertain to me, and it may be uh, a little TMI, but it's, it's not me, so I'll go ahead and say it. Do tell it. <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of my really good friends uh, apparently played a joke on his y- younger sister where she was in the bathroom on the toilet, and he opened – they didn't have a lock on their door. So he opened the door, turned the light out and said, <laughs> Bloody Mary, and then shut the door on her. And she screamed and jumped up and turned on the light. But apparently she pooped on the floor. <laughs> which, you know, as a – And she screamed Bloody Mary. Which as a big brother, that's the perfect outcome. Uh, yeah, you, you could hope for no more. Yeah. <laughs> and the but th- I probably would have done that if he did that to me. So I'm glad he didn't do it to me. And wh- what was the thing that you would do? You would go in – to the bathroom, turn out the lights, say, say Bloody, Bloody Mary, Mary three, three times, times, and then would you turn? You would turn around, it's spin different. around one time. It's different depending on who yeah. you ask. It's and then like you would look in the mirror, and your brain does tricks on you. You think you're kind of seeing something right. appear in the mirror. Yeah, I remember me and my friend did that. We screamed our heads <sighs> yeah. off. Mm-mm. No thanks. Yeah, it's Gosh. like your your brain will want to you know make whatever you think you're gonna see. And I, I never tried it. I just never yeah. tried it because I knew not that my brain would do that to me. That just I just didn't want to even attempt it. Yeah, that's funny. Like I'm out of here. That's a wild one. All right, Wes, what's your number two? Number two, no pun intended. Uh, it was a. <laughs> 
It was a ride at Disney World. And again, it's not what you're thinking. It's not the Haunted Mansion. Mm. Uh, it was a ride called Alien Encounter. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, it was a ride in Tomorrowland where you sat like in a small circle arena type room and there was like a large glass tube in the center. Mm-hmm. And the seats had these like over-the-shoulder restraints kinds of things. And the whole plot of it is they were testing teleportation and something goes terribly wrong and they accidentally teleport a huge alien in that tube. And eventually it like busts out of the glass and you like – they did like water spring so it feels like the glass is breaking on you. And the lights go pitch black. You're sitting there in the dark and – gosh, the the harnesses – you're basically harnessed into this chair and total darkness, and these uh, restraints had like speakers in the in your ears, and like purpose. it would push down on your shoulders and stuff. Like it would, you would hear him stomping around. Yeah, and there's a like push tons on of speakers your, everywhere. It's yeah. not like he was all over the place. And like they had this thing in the back of your neck where it felt like he was breathing on your neck and mm-hmm. all this stuff, and it would feel like things was like dripping on you. Yeah. And the funny thing was that I didn't ride this ride until high school. Uh, but as, as a kid, I loved the movie Alien, and uh, it's actually the I saw this movie on TV. I saw like the last half of it, and I tried to rent Alien while I was like a blockbuster or something. And it was the first time that I understood what rated R meant because mm-hmm. I took it to my mom like, "Hey, I want, this is what I want to rent." She's like, "No, this is for adults. It's rated R." I'm like, mm-hmm. I could not grasp <laughs> yeah. why. What could I th- it be? I, I thought movies were for everybody. Yeah, so that was yeah. the first time that I realized I'm like, "What about this is for adults?" Like I saw it on TV and or whatever. But uh, so I really loved Alien as a kid. And uh, 95, I saw a special on the Disney Channel about UFOs and aliens. <laughs> and at the very end, they did a promo for the alien encounter that was coming out that summer. Yeah. And our family was actually going to happen to go to Disney World that summer. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're making an alien uh, a ride. So we get there and they hand you the, the map when you walk into the, to the park. Mm-hmm. And I look at it and there's like a promo photo for the ride. And it was the most terrifying photo to oh, me. Yeah. It was like it's show awful. two people screaming their heads off with like a claw coming through and there's like busted glass everywhere. I'm like, I don't know if I want to ride this. So <laughs> my parents it. walked by. the. It had just opened that summer. So it was like packed and my parents wanted to ride it. And I was like, I don't want to ride this. I don't want to ride this. So they're like, come on, let's ride it. So I sat there for like an hour or something in line just like crying my <laughs> eyes. And I, the thing was, I was like, 11 years old. I was, <laughs> yeah. I was 10 or 11 years old. I was way too old to be like crying in public. Uh, yeah. And it was the, like, I'm not the kind of person that like made like temp- temper tra- tantrums when yeah. I was a kid or what. I, th- I feel like I was kind of an easy kid. But gosh, my parents were so embarrassed. I was even embarrassed of myself. I'm just like, and my my mom pointed out like a kid that was like waiting and it was like half my age. But like, see, he's doing fine. I'm like, but our impending doom. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you be more like him? Yeah. So they're fin- we finally got to the end of the line. They're like, fine, you're going to just sit out here and we're going to go through the ride. So I sat out there for like an hour or so by myself. Mm-hmm. And when they got out, they had fun or whatever. But I was just like, ah, it was so that, But then you finally wrote it. Yeah, I finally wrote it in high school. And it, it, I loved it, but it's just like – and it, it eventually closed uh, shortly after that because it was too scary. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I could tell that Disney wanted to be like more edgy at the time because right. it was too like kiddish or whatever. And 
my memory, I thought it was like an alien ride based off the movie Alien. Hey, the Alien did look like that. Yeah. It was and very like, similar. I, I read up on it and apparently it was supposed to be, hmm. but Disney gave it pushback because they're like, we don't want to make a ride that's made from a rated R movie. Hmm. Like, uh. And the funny thing was they had the ride at uh, MGM called the Great Movie Ride and they had yeah. a scene from Alien. Alien in oh, it. Yeah, so yeah. like I didn't understand that, but – Hypocrites. Now it's like a Lilo and Stitch uh, yeah. ride. Stitch's encounter, right? Which is equally terrifying. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's terrifying. Yeah, but, but I have But a, they, they, ha- they, they have like the lights on. Did you – you went to Disney last week actually. Did yeah. you ride it? No. Okay. It's equally terrifying. Okay. <laughs> like, well, I wrote it a while back and I could not write it. I was like, no, we are not going on that. It is equally scary because I wrote it when I was a kid yeah. Yeah. in high school when it was you know the extraterrestrial alien. And yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or terror in there whatever. yeah. yeah. And then it was like, oh, well, it's stitched now. It's going to be great. Yeah. Nope. Still yeah. scary as crap. And like, they, they had like the lights up a little bit, but before it was pitch black. Yeah. Your senses were against you. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, it's funny. Last time I went to Jacksonville to visit my brother, they had recently gone to Disney and my brother had experienced the previous alien encounter and his son, who is about five years old, actually almost – he's going on six um, – he really wanted to ride the Stitch ride. And my brother remembered, like, this was a really scary ride. But, yeah. oh, it's Stitch. They have made it kid-friendly. So they went in it together. And my nephew was bawling throughout the whole <laughs> time. Creepy. He was terrified. And so they were telling me about this experience that they had. And my brother was just shocked that they left it so scary mm-hmm. for these kids. It is, yeah. But um, what's funny is that he then kept asking them to – if they could watch it on YouTube. Like he kept asking him, and then uh-huh. he kept telling, he kept talking about it as if he loved it. Wow! So it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see his viewpoint on it when he gets a little bit older and has yeah. that memory of being terrified. For sure. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I've, I haven't read, I haven't ridden it since it's been the Stitch thing because I was like, they made it for babies, <laughs> yeah. so I never wrote it. But. It's still the exact same format, like yeah. the big thing in the middle. Only instead of calling an alien, they call Stitch, which is yeah. an alien. Yeah. It's still in the round. It's still over the shoulder harnesses. Yeah. Everything. It's not and, much different. Uh, we we went to me and my wife went on our honeymoon to Disney World and uh, as soon as we went into the park we went straight to uh, Space Mountain and it was closed because of maintenance Ugh, that was my favorite ride the worst and then I'm like okay let's watch let's go on Alien Encounter I promise it's awesome she she hadn't ridden it before and they and I saw the name change I'm like Stitches Great yeah. Escape or yep. whatever it's called yep. and I'm just like ah crap that was so, such a yeah. bummer right off the part off the start but, yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. All right, well, moving along, Colin. Well, it's not unrelated to that in a certain sense, but what really, like, overarchingly scared the snot out of me as a kid uh, was, for whatever reason, I was allowed to watch Discovery Channel whenever I wanted to, which in hindsight was probably a little risky and would even be worse now. Right. But um, there was tons of alien specials. Oh, oh yeah. Especially around the Halloween oh, season yeah. or, like, when there's all that lore of all that stuff. And so I remember being, you know, up late and like I could watch TV late and I would watch an alien special by myself. So they're explaining like as if it's all real, which who knows maybe it is, I don't know. But crop circles and they interview mm. people who were abducted and had like glass probes put under their skin and they're like showing and like trying to dissect these little glass probes that as soon as they break them in half the colors change it's still burned in my brain and like I was like that and the whole point of it was like it came while you were asleep again gosh why did I watch this stuff but while you're asleep and so I remember being asleep and being like well if I put this bed sheet over me I'll for sure be in a fortress of like security <laughs> yes, here. Yes, of course. And so I started sleeping with the covers over my head all the time as a kid and like sweating it out and pulling it down and be like, 
and like putting it back <laughs> up over my head and like doing it all the time to the point where I started to sleep on the floor in my parents' bedroom once they went to sleep. So they mm-hmm. they would go to bed and I'd be like I'll basically just be like, you know, sleeping in my safety tent in my under my sheet in my bed until they fell asleep and I would like run over there and go over to their room and sleep <laughs> on the floor for safety or whatever reason because apparently the aliens didn't get in that room. Of course not. And then before they woke up, like I'd hear my dad's alarm and then like army crawl out and go back to my room. <laughs> and I didn't always like beat his alarm. So he'd be up or trip on me while he's going to the bathroom yeah. in the middle of the night or whatever. And they thought, my parents thought, it was because, you know, we lived in Southern California and they thought it was because of earthquakes and stuff like that. Like I wanted to be close to them because of earthquakes. And I was like, yeah, it's because of earthquakes. <laughs> Not telling them like I've yeah. been up watching terrifying television in the evenings like after you're asleep. And so anyway, it was – that was when they like really like months, like probably six to eight months where I, every night I would yeah. go and sleep on the floor. Of my parents. I do remember a stage where I was just afraid of aliens. Yeah. And I mean, I don't. Giant eyes. I just, I mean, I don't know what, what originated it. Maybe just all the random alien things that I had seen from Marvin to Martian, Martian to Independence Day or yeah. whatever. Close Encounters so, of the Third Kind. Yeah. Um, spaced Invaders even. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I remember like just being like, what if there are aliens? And then I'd hear like a weird noise. Yeah. Um, the unknowns was worse than what was possible. Yeah, and I remember. Okay, so you remember those laser tag games that they yeah, that they yeah. sold to kids, yeah. mm-hmm. and they would, you know, you it was best to play at night, right? Because oh, they yeah. lit up and they made all these noises and stuff. So my friend and I were playing laser tag outside, but we waited till it was after dark. Uh-huh. And I remember his his neighbor came out and started yelling at us because we were like running in between houses and playing this game and she was telling us that she had a young kid in there that was terrified because she, he thought that there were oh, aliens outside oh, his door wow. because it would make these like, like the, space age. Yeah. Way to go, Corey. Yeah. So I actually, I felt super bad because I was like, I was a little bit older at that time. It was a little Colin in his head. It probably was me actually. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, just, I felt really bad because I, I had, I've been there, man. I've been there. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. It was awful. It really did terrorize me for a while. I don't know how I got over it, but yeah. it certainly did mess me up a little bit. <laughs> so mine was – my next one is a, is a movie, but I never actually saw the movie. And it oh. came from just watching the previews to that movie. Mm-hmm. When I was younger and we would visit my grandmother, she had a bunch of VHS tapes where she – you know, before the DVR days, she would just – she would, whenever she would hear a, ch- a, a children's special would come on, she would record it on a VHS tape. So whenever her grandkids would come over, she'd pop it in and we couldn't watch all these recorded specials. So one of them was like the Looney Tunes Halloween special, special you know, with mm-hmm. the, the witch. I remember that, like the Looney Tunes oh, yeah, witch. Yeah. Um, and but I don't know if it was before the days of like doing strategic advertisement because I would be watching these kids specials, but they would still show previews to movies that they should not be showing previews oh, to. Interesting. Yeah. One of those was Child's Play. Oh that, gosh! Yeah. And as like a five or six year old kid, I am seeing this preview of a doll because like get, being possessed by somebody. A serial killer, no doubt, and then seeing the previews of this kid who bought uh, something that was not unlike a My Buddy doll running through the house. Which I had. Yeah, we all had those. (laughs) Stabbing through the door and like his mom and him are just running from this doll that has been possessed and it terrified me. So much so that for years – after I, every time I had a nightmare, it was because Chucky was chasing me. Oh wow! I had, and I never saw the movie. Never saw the first movie. Have you I eventually never saw seen like it the. I think I eventually saw like the third yeah. one, but it, it terrified me like well into my middle school days. Mm-hmm. It still creeped me yeah. out, and I constantly had Child's Play, Chucky nightmares 
end of like middle school like or recurring early dream. high school. Like, recurring dreams of wow. him. And it was just from seeing a preview. And yeah. to me, like Chucky was way scarier as a kid than like Freddy or Jason oh, yeah. or something like that because you had like a My Buddy yep. doll in he the corner in your and closet. Like, oh, yeah. Gosh. And I actually remember the dream, the final dream I had where I finally got over it. And uh. it's really interesting psychologically what happened in my brain. But the dream I had was he was chasing after me and I stopped and I was like, this is really stupid. Like he's a doll. So I turned around and I punted him. <laughs> I, like, I just turned around and I kicked him. And I just wasn't afraid of him anymore. And I don't think since then I, I had ever had I always Chucky wonder movie. why in the movie if they didn't just do that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Be like he's, he's like a foot tall. Yeah. And so just I don't kick him. I, maybe it was just you know my brain being like, okay, this is stupid. You've got to get over this. Yeah. And I just in my dream I did it. And I, I, I think I got over it after that dream. So That's I was awesome. just no longer scared of him. Well done. Yeah, dream Corey. All right, my last one uh, was an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode, which most was, Are was, You Afraid of the Dark episodes weren't that scary. I was hoping one of you would bring it up because yeah, okay. I feel like it's a necessity. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have it on my But time. the first episode of the fifth season, its last of its original run, uh, there was a, the episode called The Tale of Dead Man's Float. And I remember uh, – seeing the promo for the new season of Snick and they showed a promo for this episode mm-hmm. and you could tell that they were bringing it big on uh, the show. And the episode is about a, a science nerd who wanted to impress a girl that was on the swim team by showing her that he had discovered that their, their school had an old indoor pool that was closed off and hidden and he, he uh, discovered this one day and he uh-huh. showed her uh, the pool and eventually the two kids got the school to reopen the pool. And later you find out that the pool was closed because a kid died in the 50s. And apparently the pool was built over an old cemetery and they had moved <laughs> the bodies. But they had missed one. And so the, there, was, there was a ghost living in the pool. And uh, when you see the ghost for the first time, it was like one of the most terrifying things that – probably they had ever done on that show. It was basically like a red skeleton corpse looking thing with like Ugh. hair hanging off of him and all this stuff. And and uh, I'm honestly surprised that Nickelodeon let them air that because they, they were pretty like kind of cheese, cheese ballish kind of things up until that point. But it was still scary as a kid. But, yeah. uh, and like I said, I wasn't really scared watching things as, as a kid. But – we had a pool at my house <laughs> and uh, this this episode scared me for, for going in our pool. And I feel like most kids, when they say they're scared of water, it's because of Jaws. Like I never really got scared of water because of Jaws because I knew mm-hmm. that like in the bathtub. Or the grudge. And, yeah. <laughs> in, in the bathtub or in the pool, like there's no shark that could get there. But this like I could – plausible like like in my head I could I could uh, picture like what if they built it over a graveyard <laughs> that could totally happen an Indian burial ground yeah. yes always Indians uh, Native American and I remember <laughs> oh, like sorry I remember I would go swimming at night and we had like a light inside the pool and whenever would, my parents would pack up for the night and uh, like they turn off the light and if I was still in the pool, it would turn completely black. Yeah. Ooh. And like that, that I was, was just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at I, I Google image and just like the photos of this zombie like creature. That, yeah. 
Like it's terrifying. It's yeah, like it still holds it, up. This as is something a kids show. Yeah. Like, that's Do y'all crazy. remember that episode? At I all? actually don't I remember. Don't either, it. Yeah. But it I was later it in looking it up, I discovered something very interesting. Uh, apparently, one of the kids in it—I don't know—you might be able to tell me if oh, this was the main a, kid. Apparently, that's the kid that died at the beginning. Okay, that is Jay Baruchel from yeah. How to Train Your Dragon oh, at, slash, you know, and this is the end and, and knocked up yeah. and all those things. So that's pretty good. And apparently, he was in—he was in a couple, of a handful of those yeah. episodes. So that's that's kind of yeah. cool. That's very interesting. There was a, a lot of actors that, like Ryan Gosling and stuff, that. Started out. Yeah. Are you afraid of the dark? That's interesting. Yeah. Such yeah. a great show. Yeah, I don't have much to add to that. I had written that down too, but I think for me, it was a show that when I watched it, I was, it really did kind of freak me out a little bit as a kid. Um, so it's one of those things where I'd watch like maybe two thirds of the episode and be like, I can't finish it. Like yeah. I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. And so I may have actually watched that one that you mentioned, but I can't remember it very well. There was maybe a point I'd where I couldn't get past the intro song. The intro song, <laughs> the, the intro freaked me out. Yeah. Yeah. Like but, I had to turn it off. And they had they had some really lame ones though, like yeah. the one where the guy got stuck in the pinball machine uh-huh. and it was <laughs> yeah. like a mall and. That one was the dumbest. Yeah. yeah. And so I definitely – but one of the things is like we were talking about it the other day and it's probably been you know 10 months now or so. But I was like, I think I'm going to go and see if I can find some of those and we're going to go watch them. Yeah. And they do not hold up <laughs> at all. Oh my gosh. They, what about the ones like – I think it was – it might have been the pilot or one of the early episodes where the guy steals the clown's nose. Because that one creeped me out. Yeah, it was creepy. Isn't creepy. That's crazy. It is not scary. Because in my mind, it is is terrifying. Oh, yeah. And keep that memory because I I still, I still, just for nostalgic's sake, I love watching the – I just get enjoyment out of watching them. They yeah. don't scare me at all, but I yeah. I like I, the, I like watching them because it's such, it captures such like a part of the nineties. Like, yeah, uh, the Tia and Tamara one. You remember mm-hmm. that? Oh one? yeah, so they had the whole "Which do I shoot?" kind of thing. Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember. Oh, there was the one where the kid, the kid in the red jacket that died in the woods because he froze to death. Uh-huh. And oh, he's yeah. visiting the people. And he's like, I'm cold. Is that the one with <laughs> Clarissa in it? Clarissa it was in I don't know. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, are you afraid of the dark? I mean, I, I'm so glad you brought it up because yeah. that's like a, a necessary one. Like, just for if you grew up in the '90s, like that, that was like the go-to show for like spooky, scary. Things. And yeah. the funny thing about all of mine are is that all of these happen within like two years of one mm. another. So yeah. I must have been just like <laughs> terrified during place. this couple yeah. of years. Yeah. Yeah, and the only thing I was going to bring up, other than that, if you guys had, which I imagine one of you guys bringing up, are you afraid of the dark? Is yeah. I had one other thing that I could remember as a kid watching, and for whatever reason, it scared me, but it's not actually that scary. And it was an episode of McGee and Me called Twister <laughs> and Shout. Oh yes, where the whole premise is basically, you know, uh, Nick's parents are away, and a tornado hits the house while they're all home alone. Yeah. And like it, they doubts their faith and blah, 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 blah. But I remember that being like a super scary one for whatever reason because I – that was 1989 that that came wow, out. So yeah. Gosh. I was scared original. of that one too. That, yeah. So for those who don't know, McGee and me, this is really niche. I mean this is like um, – this is made by Focus on the Family, which is you know Jerry Falwell, Christian organization where they make their own content for kids and mm-hmm. for families. And McGee and Me is one of those one of the shows where it was about a kid who just drew this character, and that basically was like his invisible friend. And he went through you know his like preteen stages, and his invisible animated friend McGee would always just kind of be his confidant or would kind of be his conscience. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, I, I have fond memories of that show, and that one definitely scared me. That's how I learned that. 
they didn't have tornadoes on the West Coast because yep. they mentioned it in that show. And that's why it was incredibly terrifying to me is because there was no tornadoes on the West Coast. Yeah. And so I was like, are they really that like yeah. absolutely mortifying? Oh, and that – I mean we had we had tornadoes over here. So it, every time there was a tornado, I would remember that episode, the branch coming through the window. Yeah, I mean it was, yeah, it yeah. was deep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, real quick because I mean we're, we're going pretty long here. Yeah. Um, my last one is a little bit more lighthearted and you're going to laugh. <laughs> but something that terrified me and I did have nightmares about and I'll tell you about one is the life-size Barbie. Do you oh. remember the life-size Barbie? <laughs> no. <laughs> so <laughs> they funny. came out with a three-foot-tall Barbie doll that <laughs> you could buy. And it was basically the whole thing was like, oh, it's my size. Like it's my mannequin that I can play with and dress and cut her hair probably um, not very well and regret it. <laughs> but like – so. My sister never had one, but I had a friend that had a sister who had one, and it, it creeped me out. It was literally my size, and it was just this stationary Barbie doll. <laughs> and I, maybe it was some residual from Child's Play. Yeah, but like, yeah. it, it was just I, – Toys are scary. I remember vividly – Chucky's wife. I remember vividly just turning the corner one time, and my friend's sister's bedroom door was open, and it was just propped up <laughs> on the wall. And I turned the corner and saw it there, and my heart leapt out of my chest. It scared the crap out of me. Oh, my gosh. And, it's just, and it's just staring at you. <laughs> and so I had, a, I had a nightmare about this one, and <laughs> this one was really messed up as a kid. So I had a dream that – my I was at my house and somehow the life-size Barbie was also at my house and it came alive and started trying to murder me. And so it was chasing me through my house and I go into the living room and my brother and my sister are on the couch watching TV. And they're watching Chucky. I, I don't know what they're watching. Probably <laughs> Come saved, on! probably saved by the bell or something. Um, but I run in there. I'm like, help, guys, help, help. And they're not doing anything. They're just still watching TV. They don't even recognize me. And at that point, she catches up to me, grabs my throat and lifts me into the oh air. My gosh. And as I'm choking there, she goes, they can't hear you. <laughs> and I woke up at that moment. And it's. Wow. I woke up like in a cold sweat in that one and couldn't go to bed, I think, for the rest That's of the night in that way. Gosh, it, and it still kind of creeps me out. Man. It's so <laughs> yeah. twisted. It but it, it just, I mean, it was just a thing that just really creeped wow. me out for no reason. That's funny. That's really yeah. funny. So it's that one pink eyelet Toys R Us that still just haunts your dreams <laughs> to this day. Yeah. <laughs> I still have this feeling where I am not allowed to go through that aisle because I feel like the bully from fourth grade is going to come out and beat me up <laughs> if I'm <laughs> seen in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Nelson. It's just going to yeah. come from around the corner. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, this is awesome, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up now. And I hope you guys that are listening have shared some of our memories at least and have your own. And if you have your own, feel free to tell us on Twitter. Yes. or Tell us what scares you. Um, email us at passforwardcast um, at gmail.com. And tell us what scares you, and we'll, we'll, we might bring it back in the November episode. And just if there's a funny one or an interesting one that we like, we'll, we'll give you a shout out and we'll read it on the air. Or if you tell us in person, we'll, we'll say that to you. So thanks again for tuning in. Um, again, follow us on Twitter and subscribe on iTunes, yada, 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 yada. Uh, I hope you have a great Halloween and a great future day, October 21st. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, that's it. Goodbye. Later. Thanks, See, you the, long. See you at the crossroads. That's right. <laughs> wake up, wake up. See wake you, up. butthead. <laughs> I like you went to butthead and I went to <laughs> yeah. Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> <laughs> ba 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 
<laughs> My brother used to know all the lyrics to that song. Oh, that's impressive. Wow. I, that's really impressive. I listened to it a lot. I've always said that if I was ever in a lip sync contest, that's the one I would choose. And I would learn it and impress everybody. Just embrace it 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, we all know the rhythms too. I miss my yeah. Uncle Charles, y'all. That's the only that's word I know. Yeah.